0: well hi there folks welcome to the program this of course is Stinchfield the podcast so great to have you along with me uh I want to get into today Kamala Harris's plot to not just steal votes but buy votes she's going to buy votes from students through some kind of federal jobs plan to pay students to go out and recruit workers um This to me sounds totally illegal that you would use federal money and you know what she's doing is recruiting Democrat voters and using Democrat students to do it and paying them all the while. It's a bribery scheme. So we're going to go through that, Kamala Harris's plan. Then we're going to talk about uh, the situation between Hamas and Israel. Uh, It is going downhill and the Biden administration has no idea what they're doing or what their policy is They're playing both sides of this war And you can't win a war when you're playing both sides We're talk about all of that But uh, let me remind you the podcast is Sponsored by Midas Gold Group We're so happy for their sponsorship of this program Now's the time to put your money into precious metals Midas Gold Group can help you Midasgoldgroup.com Midasgoldgroup.com Alright with that let's get it started Uncensored and unapologetic This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks. So I told you Kamala Harris has what I believe is an illegal jobs plan to bribe students to vote for Democrats. And then those students that were paid off by the Democrats by using your tax dollars will then go out and recruit Democrat voters. Hopefully, in the Democrats' minds, other students, but I'm sure they'll take anybody that'll vote for somebody with a D next to their name. This is a huge problem. This plan has to be illegal, yet she fully well announces it uh, to the national media and doesn't have a qualm about it. Watch. We have been
1: doing work to promote voter participation for students, and for example, we have um, under the federal work study program,
0: now allow students to get paid through federal work study to register people um, and to be nonpartisan poll workers. As we know, this is important for a number of reasons. One, to engage our young leaders in this process and and activate them in terms of their
1: ability to, to strengthen our communities.
0: So, first off, do you believe her? When she says these students are going to be paid by the federal government that is now run by the Biden administration to be non-partisan poll watchers, all the while recruiting new voters and taking taxpayer dollars to do it? Of course not. This is a wild scheme on behalf of Kamala Harris. This is not legal in my mind. It certainly isn't ethical and it certainly isn't moral. So... The Biden administration is going to recruit students. They're going to pay off these students. That means they're buying their votes and they're paying the students to go buy Democrat votes. They are so worried about President Trump. They will stoop to any level to try to win this race, including buying votes from students. And here's the reason why they're focusing on students. Because let's face it, it doesn't just have to be a student works program. It could be any program. They find a reason to pay people to recruit voters The reason they're targeting students is President Trump is making huge strides with young people right now. President Trump is making great gains. Even my son, he's 14 years old, in ninth grade, inner city Dallas. The number of kids that are on board the Trump train. Now, they're not voters at 14 and 15 years old, but it tells you where the country's moving, that you have Hispanic 15-year-olds, black 15-year-olds, white 15-year-olds, Asian 15-year-olds, That are all on board the Trump train and love what he's doing and literally making fun of Joe Biden. So what does that tell you? It tells you that their parents are probably also going down the same road of making fun of Joe Biden. But it's not about making fun of him and that he's so funny. It's that he's such a disaster. That he's asleep at the wheel literally every day. So President Trump's making great strides. So Kamala Harris comes out with this plan to buy off students. To me, it's sickening. Now she's gonna go into more in depth in this plan, but as she goes more in depth with all her confidants around her, guess what she has to do? Kick the media out. And I wanna thank the press for being here and then, but also invite the press to exit before we continue the meeting. Okay, so we're going to engage in a voter fraud plan, but we're going to have to ask the press to leave. Oh, wow. Sounds like 2020 all over again in in, uh, Georgia and Detroit and all these other cities. I mean, the audacity. Um, Press, would you please leave the room now? We're going to we're going to try to talk about our bribery scheme of how we're going to pay off students to recruit Democrat voters. and We can't have the press watching. You got to be kidding me. So this is the Democrats' arrogance. This is how far they will go. They will stoop at no level in order to win this race. And they know that they are far behind right now. You know, we had the Michigan primary last night. President Trump got, what, 70% of the vote, 80% of the vote, something like that. And he is up against Joe Biden at a head-to-head match by six points in Michigan. These are devastating numbers for the Democrats. So, of course, they're going to do whatever they can do to, uh, to, to, to steal this election. Anything they can do, uh, they're going to try to make that make that happen. All right, folks, I want to tell you uh, about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. Now is the time to invest in precious metals. There's a reason why I tell you this. It is because we are living in uncertain times. When there are uncertain times, gold has stood the test of time as the one commodity that has held its value through these turbulent uh, portions of our history. Do you know gold has never lost its value, right? So we've seen currencies just be obliterated. We've seen nations be obliterated. We've seen countries come and go, but gold has always been there. Gold has always had value from the beginning of time. This is why you should be putting your money into gold right now. Midasgoldgroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. How much? Talk to the guys at Midas Gold Group about it. I trust them. I know them. This is the company to go to. You got a lot of companies to choose from. Midas Gold Group is my number one choice. All right, folks. Um, Here's another situation that we have going on. Um, We have a situation right now where... The Biden administration has no clue of what it's doing in Gaza and Israel. It's playing both sides of this war. Huge problem. You can't win a war when you're playing both sides. It's funding, quote, humanitarian aid to Gaza, all the while while we're giving money to Israel. Pick a side. And the side you better be picking is Israel because Gaza is filled with terrorists and people who support those terrorists. You want to see how confused they are? Listen to John Kirby.
1: Just to follow on, we just previous question, though, we've learned, according to an Israeli source, that Netanyahu was quite surprised by the president's comments about his expectations that there would be a ceasefire by Monday. So that doesn't bode a lot of optimism that one of the key parties was surprised by that timeline the president had set. So why did he say Monday? I can't speak for uh, the surprise that foreign leaders have or don't have with regard to uh, uh, things that we're saying. The president uh, talked to y'all.
0: You don't think Netanyahu should be in uh, uh, on the idea that there's going to be a ceasefire Monday? You talk about, you can't talk about his surprise? You don't think Netanyahu should be in on those discussions if you're going to promise a ceasefire in Israel and Gaza and the leader of Israel doesn't know about it? Come on, John Kirby. After
1: uh, staying completely up up to speed, and he has been kept up to speed on how these negotiations are going and he shared with you some context and he certainly shared with you his optimism that we can get there in uh, in hopefully a short order.
0: But you have no way to get there because Israel has said it's not stopping until the job is done and I don't want Israel to stop until the job is done because these terrorists over there, Hamas, funded by Iran, being enabled by China and then often funded by China too, They're not going to stop until every Westerner is killed. That is their ultimate goal. They want their way or no way, okay? So this is what I mean when Biden doesn't know what he's doing and he tried to make it clear, John Kirby did, that, oh, uh, Joe Biden made it clear and he's been in the process. No, he hasn't. Joe Biden's all over the map. He's spouting off from his hip. And then you get this about a ceasefire well what is it is it a ceasefire or a humanitarian pause see i always said a humanitarian pause is a ceasefire it's the same thing they argued with me now apparently they're changing their tune
1: if there's anything new kelly i mean a humanitarian pause temporary ceasefire they're rough they're roughly the same things uh, we're not talking about anything different
0: What you're talking about is giving Hamas an advantage. Anytime there is a ceasefire, humanitarian pause, whatever you want to call it, it gives the terrorists the advantage. It gives the party to the fight that is losing a chance to recover. Think about a boxing match. If the heavyweight champion is whooping some dude's ass and they get a standing eight count, You're giving that person a rest so he can recover. Anytime you give the enemy a rest, they recover and they come back stronger. That is not what we want. Yet Joe Biden says that is what he wants. If you help Israel win this war quicker than not, it will be the sooner the war ends. But the longer you help enabling the people of Gaza and Hamas in Gaza, you help enabling them, this war is going to drag on and on and on. To me, that, folks, is a huge problem. Here's John Kirby again.
1: Uh, without getting into specific details or disclosing some of the things that we've been hearing, um, uh, we we are taking them on board and we are we are uh, willing to a- adjust.
0: Um, the. What is he trying to say? Has he been hanging around Joe Biden too long? The hem and the hawn, the this, the that. You know what he's trying to say? Uh, yes. You know what? Rashida Talib in Michigan. We saw the uncommitted votes last night. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to change our tune in Gaza to appease you. And we're going to try to appease the Jews in America and the Jews in Israel and the people of Gaza. And we'll try to appease Iran and we'll try to appease Hamas and we'll try to appease Hezbollah. We'll try to appease everybody. And guess what? You get trampled. Stand up for what you believe in. The problem is the Biden administration doesn't believe in anything.
1: The way we're approaching the, the conflict and the way we're talking about the conflict um, to, uh, to reflect those concerns. But we're taking
0: them very seriously. Really? Is he taking them seriously? I don't think they are. They're not taking anything seriously. Again, they're playing politics with lives. And ultimately, it's going to be American lives if we don't shut this Islamic terror down and do it very, very quickly. You have a group like Hamas thinks it can get away with slaughtering uh, Israeli citizens, innocent, unarmed citizens the way it did. They're going to not stop in Israel. And they'll keep going on the move until they get all of us. And I promise you, with these open borders... Hezbollah, Hamas, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Boko Haram, fighters from all those groups have been coming across our border. It's just a matter of time before an attack happens in the United States, and it's gonna be a big one. So folks, in order to stop that from happening, we gotta shut the border down. How do we get President Trump back in office? How do we make sure he wins? What if they run somebody against President Trump, that's not Joe Biden. Somebody that's going to be even more difficult to beat. Somebody like Michelle Obama, or look, we can smear Gretchen Whitmer. We can smear uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. It's the Michelle Obama's that I'm worried about. Somebody like that. My co host on the radio had a great idea. She said President Trump needs to pivot from talking solely about Biden and start laying all of these horrific policies like crime. The open borders, not prosecuting criminals, all of these things, hang those on the Democrats. These are Democrat policies. No matter what candidate you get, this is going to be the result. I thought it was a brilliant idea. So I thought I'd talk to Jen about it. And uh, I want to play that conversation for you. This is my conversation with Jen Horn about what can President Trump do to secure victory in November. Ask you a question. Okay. OK, and this is very important.
1: Yes. So
0: we want President Trump to win. President Trump needs to be hammering Joe Biden. But you have made a very, very important point that he needs to do some other things as well. Focus on the policy. Right. Jen, this was a brilliant idea because what if Joe Biden isn't the candidate? Right. Come Election Day. Mm-hmm. The policies are still the same no matter who we get.
1: Yeah, it was interesting because uh, I was having a conversation a couple of weeks ago with someone who once again brought up the idea that I think many of us think is a possibility, right? And that is that Joe Biden is not going to be viable by Election Day. I mean, he's probably not going to be viable by tomorrow. I mean, the guy is obviously suffering. And so there are a lot of people who are worried about what would happen if Democrats did Usher someone else in. Now, odds on favorite, you have to think it would be Kamala Harris. It would be hard to skip over her. But even more dangerous than that, you've got Gavin Newsom and then you have Michelle Obama. And Whitmer might be in that conversation as well. Michelle Obama, clearly the most dangerous. So what do you do? Because if that does happen, and if at the convention there is some other candidate, that's August. That means you have three months until Election Day to take on someone fresh off the bench who has not had anything thrown at them during the election cycle. And that's a dangerous thought. So my thinking now is for the Trump campaign, for all of us in conservative media— for all of us who are just people because we carry the message on right in our circles. So for anyone listening to this, yes, Joe Biden is an easy target, but he is doing the damage to himself without our help. He is showing himself to be a weak leader who is suffering and in decline. So let him do that and let us focus on his terrible policies, because each of those terrible policies that Joe Biden has, they're not unique to him. They're part of the Democrat message, right? This is what leftists want. So if we start And I'm not saying, you know, give Joe Biden a pass. I'm just saying, let our focus be on the failing policies when it comes to crime, when it comes to the border, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to foreign policy, focus on that and link Joe Biden with Kamala Harris, with Michelle Obama, with Gavin Newsom, because the output from any of those people is going to be the same if you support leftist policies.
0: I think President Trump has to literally make it as clear as day that. The open border policies of Joe Biden is Mm -hmm. the open border policies of the Democrats. Yeah, that Joe Biden's parole pipeline of catch and release is the Democrat policies. You're going to get that with Michelle. You're going to get that with Kamala. You're going to get that with Gavin Newsom. Just look at California. Democrat policies have ruined this country. Joe Biden is just carrying. The, the torch yeah. of the Democrats.
1: And this is exactly what uh, I would say to take this a step further. And California is key to this argument. And being from California my whole life, I've seen Democrat policies fail. We have had one party rule in California for 20 years at the statewide level. So all you have to do is look at what's happening in California and say, do you want this to be Nebraska? Do you want this to be Texas or Oklahoma? Do you want your yes. state to to look like California because California no. is where they have rolled out leftist policies for this long. And you have to make it clear to people that there is I going to you be were no saying, difference.
0: by the way, I thought you were saying, do you want California to be like Nebraska?
1: Oh, yes. And, but you don't yes, want, want Nebraska, Nebraska to, be to be like, like California.
0: <laughs> I do not want Nebraska to be like California. Sorry, that was
1: common core math, but you get <laughs> the point. <laughs>
0: yes, 100%. So the question that everybody's asking is, can President... President Trump can beat Kamala Harris, no problem. Gretchen Whitmer, yeah. no problem. Gavin Newsom, you start to get a little more, because this guy's slick and sly as a as a fox, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But Michelle he's got Obama, California's terrible record attached to him. He
0: does, and that's going to make him, which is why he's next. Then the hardest one to beat, of course, is Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe President Trump can beat all of them. And I think, Jen, your idea of tying The policies that Joe Biden is pushing right back to all, you're not going to get any change. It is the same thing over and over again. It's
1: the argument about removing Mayorkas from office, right? If you don't like the border policies, well, we'll impeach Mayorkas, but the policies will not change if you don't change, if you don't take someone out of the White House like Joe Biden and put in someone like President Trump. And by the way, I think President Trump can beat everybody, even Michelle Obama. And the polling right now indicates in these head-to-head hypothetical matchups that he's doing just that. But I think we all need to make sure that we are focusing ironclad on the policies that are failing us because it's not a person that's dangerous. It's this ideology that multiple people are pushing and no one really believes that Joe Biden is doing this. So who's behind the scenes and what transactional character is going to be next sitting in the white house to implement them?
0: I promise you the same Soros money going to Joe Biden is going to be the same Soros money going to Michelle Obama or Gretchen Whitmer or Gavin Newsom. That's the same. It's the same money train. The same puppeteers pulling the strings. President Trump needs to make that clear, Jen. Absolutely. Yeah, he does. Thank you, Jen Horn, for joining me on that discussion. It was an important one. And I do think it's a good idea that President Trump move his policy discussions about tying all of this to Democrats and any Democrat in a position of power, because we see the sanctuary cities in states like Michigan, in states like California, uh, in states like Illinois, where... Michelle Obama is from, and we certainly see it in Washington, D.C., where the Obamas call home now. This is what President Trump needs to be doing. Jen Horn spot on, on that. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Stinchfield. We so appreciate you listening, tuning in today. Don't forget the Real America's Voice show tonight, 7 (coughs) p.m. Excuse me, this cough I still can't get rid of. 7 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. With that, Stinchfield's Army.